Hello, hello, and welcome back to Baki Taki Season 5, Episode 12, I think? This is the last one before the finale. Uh, the episode's called Dress, and uh, to help me out, we've got our international correspondent. It's Marcus. Hey, Steve. Uh, glad to be here again. Uh, just snuck in right before the finale. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I, it was funny because you actually wanted to do the finale, um, even though it's claimed by... Yeah, uh, I... I, I... I, I thought, yeah, it was really uh, big, big of me to to suggest that, but clearly, uh, um, I think that, that that that's one too too many for me, or just, it's too too high of a task. Yeah, but the penultimate episode's pretty good too. Um, so, Marcus, you've been on a few times. Uh, I have a new question for my guests in this final season. Uh, it's it's funny because you only have one episode, but what what do you want to see in the finale? Like what 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 do you want to see in this one episode that's left that could help tie up uh, the story of Baki? I'm I, I just 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 before before that note, I'm really curious now what you're gonna do when it comes to the actual finale. I mean, you're always. I mean, it'd be quite funny actually. We stick with the same question, um, and and see see how the guest responds, but. Uh, um, yeah, for for the one episode that there's left, uh, I mean, I, I think it ended on a really abrupt cliffhanger. Uh, I don't know if we should we should get that far into it at the moment, but uh, I think just seeing how that resolves itself with the with the fight between Baki and is it, is it Yujiro Yushiro? I, I say Yujiro. It's funny. It's it's definitely yeah, I, the name I think I'm, people I'm the most problem with on this show. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think though that that like obviously seeing how that all resolves itself and whether or not this this family therapy of fighting each other will uh, will work out for them in the end. A new controversial type of family therapy, <laughs> no holds barred. Um, yeah, no, that's I think that's the safest possible answer there. I would if I had watched this episode, I would also want to see how the fight ends, um, and ho- hopefully we will. Um, so th- this episode is called Dress, and the nice thing is we learn what that is right off the bat. Uh, so, Marcus, can you can you walk me through what uh, Dress is and uh, how Yujiro employs it? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, when I originally read the uh, description on Netflix for the show, for this episode in particular, um, I was really curious what this would actually look like in practice because... Um, it, the way it's described basically is basically giving someone a floral or a pirouette in the air very, very, very fast, almost in a kind of figure skating maneuver. Human nunchucks. Mm-hmm. So my first thought, honestly, with all this is that Baki and uh, Yugiro could make uh, a serious run for uh, a figure skating pairs. Um Oh, they, you know, with that twirling expertise, the it's it's too bad in this modern day that I don't think they'd allow two men to uh, be partners in figure skating. Um, although they did do that in uh, Blades of Glory, so maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, it, 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 it'll, it'll be like um, what was the name of the? There was that kind of outlawed North Korean figure skating move that was the yeah, climax of Blades of like Glory. Sounds like the quadrupled. And, and, yeah, if you do it wrong, you'll cut his head off. They're picking up speed for something spectacular. Looks like they might be trying something I have never seen done. It is the fabled Iron Lotus. No, don't do it. I was wrong. It's suicide. 
only a slightly more well, wait, dangerous wait, wait, wait. move than Drez. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, I mean, I, I have to say, I, I love the descriptions of how it would make the person feel, especially, it almost seemed to me like they were quoting some sort of general relativity or something kind of Einstein-like when they talked about the, your present, your, your, your present experience is going so fast. That'll become the past. Human nunchucks. Just what is the person that it's being done to seeing as it happens? Not seeing, but saw. <laughs> the view they have switches at an ultra high speed. So it changes in an instant to the past and then to a memory. Yeah, that was, uh, but I that think was that poetic. also just could be a result. <laughs> yeah, but I think that could also just be a result, to be honest, of just how much blood would be accumulating in your brain at that point. Um, <laughs> So I, I don't know if that's really the best uh, description of it, to be honest. Yeah, I, I think the better description was with the art. Like, Baki was getting swung around, and he looked like he had Ebola. Like, he had blood coming out of every orifice in his face in almost a continuous stream. Um, I was surprised he got up after this, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I guess so would... Now, now, really, you know, I mean, dive, diving into the, the physics of all this, mm -hmm. do, does it make sense for it to be coming out these orifices? Because, I mean, theoretically, you just go to the, the top top of your skull, you know? It's not like, it'd be almost like when you, um, like, shock, shock on a beer, you know what I mean? You have to, like, open up the, the pressure somewhere else. So I wonder if they did this beforehand so that the blood would spurt out, you know, so that they'd be able to get the centripetal or centrifugal forces and then also get the blood to spill. There's a lot to think about here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is why it's such a complicated martial arts move that you don't see a lot. Um, although, honestly, I think more people should try it out. It seemed very effective, honestly. Uh <laughs> did, did it, though? I mean, I, my, 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 my issue with all these like death-defying moves or kind of crazy finale moves that they have in Baki from the limited experience that I've seen is I feel everyone is presented as, oh, this one's going to be the ultimate move. And then the person recovers about two seconds later. It is, um, it is crazy. So, yeah. It's crazy how well he recovers from this. To, to, I, I don't think anything's as big of a flex though, as, um, I mean, it wasn't during, it wasn't during the dress bit of the fight. Mm -hmm. It was during the, bit when I think Yuro just got, really mad and started just going at uh, Baki. But when he created the uh, the samurai doll in his hands as he was being flung through like all these objects. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. That that so that was part of dress, but just just to set set the scene a little bit. So after swinging him around like a nunchuck, uh, which we <laughs> Oliver has a great quote where he says nunchucks aren't simply a tool you use. They're also a weapon. Um, which I found hilarious. He's a weapon unlike any I've ever seen. A weapon. Of course, that's it. Nunchucks aren't simply a tool you use. They're a weapon. Yujiro literally uses Baki like a hammer to break a car into pieces, swinging him around like a nunchuck to the point that the, the sedan is just destroyed. Um, and then we find out that Baki, not only every time he hit, protected himself mid-fling, 
but he was able to make a tiny little samurai toy out of the nuts and bolts of a car. One by one, I took pieces and I joined them. Unfortunately, it didn't turn out quite as cool as I wanted it to. Its arms and legs are rough. That he was, he wasn't very proud of. I, I loved that. What, like, did, did you, were you surprised that he, he was able to do that? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think that whole scene was. I, I was trying to follow. I mean, I think with all hockey scenes, I was trying to follow what was going on and miserably, but the idea that somehow he was able to repel all the objects from him seemed to be quite the, you know, as they say, quite the OP force as it were, Mm -hmm. because then nothing at all hit him. Although I have to say it was nice that there was some continuity in the sense that Yugiro didn't, he made a comment afterwards that he didn't feel basically the vibrations of Baki being slammed to smithereens through all these objects. Um, so, so, so that was nice. I do have to say, though, that, I mean, at one point, they mentioned that there's such a crowd gathered there that, that I worry that these pieces that he's repelling away from him are just being shot into the crowd as collateral damage. I mean, the, 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 this crowd must be the most dedicated audience ever to, to basically endure dealing with oh near-death experiences every time anyone fights 100 100 agree i think that if somebody in the crowd got hit with debris i think paramedics would arrive on the scene and then just ignore the bleeding person and start looking at the fight like everybody is transfixed in this father-son fight it's 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 insane how how into it people are i i say as somebody also i mean to talk about it i feel like this is a bad question to ask um so so late into this discussion but what exactly are they fighting about (laughs) (laughs) it's it's a great question um originally you know there's some beef between baki and his dad like baki's dad did kill his mom and all that but to be honest it seems like at the end of the day they both just want a father-son relationship and this is just something that you know something that you do with your dad fight them in the streets um you ever been there no no um can't can't say i have so i I mean missing out (laughs) yeah i've I've never been i've yeah i've never been whirled around in a motion that's made blood go out all my orifices i i have to say so from from that from that angle you mean uh, I, I had a good childhood you know if, if that's the level we're, uh, <laughs> we're we're talking about that is um, yeah that's the bar but, <laughs> um but uh no I'm, I'm just kidding all reality of course but um and I, I don't know why interview steve didn't pick up on this why is he kidding is, is marcus implying that this happened to him in reality i don't know <laughs> so that's something we can all have our own opinions on the the bit that also uh, was just crazy to me as well was uh, I, I found later on when um, so so this lady who shows up I presume that was um, Baki's girlfriend partner of some yep. nature Baki's longtime girlfriend goes oh. away uh, so so when you say long long term for me long term meant the two minutes or basically <laughs> she was introduced to me right then yeah but. Um, 
did, did you also feel that she basically had a fourth wall break to the audience there talking about the nature of these fights? Um, yeah, I do. I, I think that is a little bit lampshady. Like, Kozue is probably the most real person in the show, as in, like, any other character. If I met them in real life, I would think they were deranged. Um, and Kozue just sort of seems like an average person. Um, and she raises I mean, a, a good point. Why are you here? Why? The world's strongest father fighting his son? It's all over TV and the internet. So, so, so on your comment there, though, Steve, that if you met anyone else, so I, I have been listening to a few of the previous um, podcasts. Mm. I, I was, I was, I was setting up my um, partner's uh, IKEA furniture at one point, and our flat uh, didn't have any Wi-Fi, and all I had on my phone was a bunch of Bakhti podcasts <laughs> downloaded. So, as, as 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 I was setting up this furniture, I was just marathoning through them, which, to be fair, was actually great fun and kept me sane through this process mm-hmm. uh but then I, I realized that in a lot of these earlier episodes probably in this season einstein was an actual character am i not mistaken uh yes well to be fair i, I like to call him einstein because he looks exactly like him but he, he's technically called dr albert payne <laughs> and he's a biologist i, I, I assume i, I payne spelled the germanic way oh i don't know i can't remember I, you know what? Yeah, let's go for it. Why not, Doctor Payne? Okay, okay. So, so then that that because I was going to say, you know, I mean, if you met Einstein in real life, that that'd be that'd be a cool cool character to meet. But unfortunately, no, it was just a if just I met Doctor Payne. If I met yeah. Doctor Payne in real life, I'd I'd be deranged. I hate that guy so much. He <laughs> he was he just kept feeding endangered tigers to cavemen and. Oh my God, he he was that, that guy yeah, was my yeah. nemesis. Yeah, that that's uh, I think that's the arc that I was through these episodes listening to, where there was some each like some fighter who was yeah, came pick, from pickle the caveman or something. Yeah. yeah, yes, yeah. and then fought a fought a T Rex was it? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. I... you would have been you would have been listening okay. to season four. Good. Um, yeah, the previous yeah, season. Yeah, that's probably right. I, I feel like any of these answers I'm giving you could just be the answers to an ad lib I did about thirty <laughs> seconds ago. He fight he the caveman fights a T Rex against Albert Einstein. That would actually be such a great game if I just like made five mad libs and five real Baki plots and you had to decide which one's which. <laughs> that yeah I, I think that that that'd be that'd be a fun game to play um so then on the this yeah this this girlfriend note or the the the, the partner or yeah the longtime girlfriend of mm-hmm. uh baki it was interesting that she did seem to be in this in effect addressing the audience when she was saying oh you guys just talk all the time you don't actually fight or you these fights don't really have any meaning in, in a way which i thought was quite a maybe a deep quote and deep thought into the actual nature of anime itself but maybe maybe that's just the going going a step too far there um i, I did find it funny that basically as soon as she finished talking they got right back to fighting irrespective of her still being literally 
right there in in the the red zone, as they said it earlier in the episode, yeah. where yeah. all the blood is going to be spilled. <laughs> yeah, they were just like, "Please leave," and she was like, "No," and then they're like, "Okay," and they just get right back into killing each other. It was it was great. Um, I, I, I feel that a lot of I feel that a lot of shows with some exceptions don't really portray in these graphic fight scenes how much blood collateral damage actually goes on i'm not i'm not sure if you've seen that have you seen the have you seen the boys or uh gen b steve uh yeah i've seen parts of it i've i, I watched the first few seasons of the boys and Lindsay watched uh all of the boys in gen z or gen v so i i've seen scenes yeah it's great <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, that's that, that that's the sequel they're all going to be uh you know <laughs> on, on, on their phones and yeah they're, they're, i don't yeah i need to think what their superpowers would be but uh i'll, I'll pitch that to amazon uh, did, did you ever did you ever year. hear about the the superhero duo safe space and snowflake um it's it's, it's a it's a real marvel no, duo they this? made and like i think like one of them can like create like a bubble and the other's got ice powers or something um it was it, they tried to make it like i don't know like it, it wasn't meant to be like mean or mocking that but you know it obviously it was <laughs> but oh man i'll have to watch that still gotta watch invincible i still i'm still i'm still behind on that um but i will i will catch up oh okay yeah yeah that, that's that's been great so far um but yeah but back to the uh back to the, the of hand. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> what so so to get back on track I, I wanted to talk about one more thing about Kozue and then we might loop back um, so when Kozue shows up uh, you know she does talk about like why are you guys fighting and Baki's just like yeah, we're, we're father and son this is what we do come on um, and then eventually Yujiro has a moment to talk to Kozue um, and he thanks her for doing it doing it and doing it some more with Baki to make him stronger um, just to be clear, in case you didn't catch like the subtext there, he's he's saying thank you for having sex with my son, and that he is stronger now because of it. Um, what what did you think of of that dynamic um, between, I guess, girlfriend and father in law? Yeah, uh, um, I thought that might have been what they were trying to get at in that scene, but it felt a bit too far fetched for me. So I'm glad that you you've now cleared that up. Although I think glad might be a bit too strong of a word, considering that's just a very yeah you're disappointed. <laughs> maybe just yeah, yeah, I guess in some ways he's just proud of his son, so that might be nice. But um, I think you know, I mean, there there needs to be kind of arm's length separation between father and son about the, about this. So. It's it's nice that afterwards they they realized that they still needed to fight it out. I think that all their issues were in fact resolved, and he then ended up kind of sitting on his head in like a. I I honestly thought the way that the end of the episode was going to go was with him sitting on his his father's head, reminding me of when you're young, you sit on your parents' head when you're at various like shows and. Yeah. This is the parent-child relationship that all parents and children in the world ought to regard as their role model. Wow. Touching my dad's head. 
The skull of Yujiro Hanma. I've never really touched it like this before. What a wonderful night. You're you're yeah. you're completely right, Marcus. Like this fight, and it, this is a this episode is just like one quarter of the fight, but the choreography of this fight is so much more care was put into it than any other Baki fight. Like almost every moment has meaning towards it. Like Yujiro earlier in the fight, he would spank Baki. He would grab him by the cheeks, like very like parental moves. And now at this stage in the fight, he literally gives Baki a piggyback ride. Or even more so, like legs around the neck type of uh, thing you do to a child. Um, it, it's 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 a very symbolic fight between father and son. And then, of course, don't forget the twirling your son around at a thousand miles per hour so the blood can come out. That that's that's the, the critical part of childhood that, yeah, that we okay. all seem to have forgotten. Yeah, because well, I, I, forgot I think we've all forgotten of... it because. <laughs> Because the blood came no, out of my brain. The joke, Steve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. There, there we go. You beat me to it, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. No. It, it it's fair. Not everything in this fight is 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 for that reason. Um. I I did want to bring up just because I, I I really I appreciate this point. Um. Uh. That I made about how much I like this fight. <laughs> so, Baki has three moves in this that are all things that he's learned throughout the show. He uses Akido, which is uh, an art style or martial arts style from Shibukawa. He uses Retsu's famous grab a guy's hair with your feet and then kick them to the ground technique. Um, and he uses his uh, he uses his trademark cockroach rush, where he pretends to become a liquid and then runs really fast. Were, were you surprised oh, when he started melting? Yeah. Going back through editing, I can't believe how many times I got to ask people what they thought about Maki melting into a puddle. This really was a great fight. That really, I was really confused at that bit. And I, I honestly thought there was an animation error or something. <laughs> it starts melting. Do, do you want to, I can give you a quick science lesson on how it works. Um, so you've, yeah, you've, you've heard all those stats like, you know, if, if a cockroach was your size, he could run 160 miles an hour or something like that. Right. Um, so. Sure. So how why can a cockroach do that? And we can't. And the the reason that the Baki author thinks um, is that it's because they don't have muscle fibers like we do. They just have liquid uh, in their joints. Um, it's almost like hydraulics is how they move. Um, so we could never move as fast as them with our fiber based muscles. So to get around this, Baki imagines that he was a liquid and then he can move like a liquid. Surely the, the, he should imagine himself as either gas or plasma, right? Like thinking himself as being a liquid is too, is too small. I feel he should really shoot for something that more more impactful i don't if think he, if, he, if he was a gas for instance he, he'd, he'd fill fit what no he'd he'd fill to the size of the room he'd he just be he just just suffocate i think to his father which would win him the fight that's not a bad idea the gas might work i don't think baki knows what plasma is um, but to me actually he, does, he, he doesn't he know about Bose, of... Bose einstein concentrates no you know what? He did sort of turn oh, into oh, plasma oh, oh, oh. when it was spraying blood all over the place. 
I, I will say there wouldn't be Bose Einstein condensate. It'd be Bose Alexander Payne condensate, according to you, Steve. There we so go. So let's, let's get that correct. Yes. I love that. Just rename everything. All right. Um, what else do we have in this episode? Um, oh, I did want to touch on one thing we sort of jumped past. Um, just that Yujiro, because th- this fight is a culmination of the whole show, right? Like, um, we're seeing care like pickle the caveman actually was in a few of these reaction shots uh mr oliver was watching dopos in the stands like a, a lot of our uh characters from throughout the show are watching this fight take place um but uh the the best callback was yujiro mentioned the five death row inmates at one time they assembled five condemned criminals they came from all around the world Those five all had the right look. Their motto was, we want to know what it means to lose. I understand that kind of thing. He sort of just brought attention to that he has the exact same goal that they did, really. Like, he has been so strong for so long that he wants to... uh, know what it's like to lose is what he said although i i prefer the go to japan and taste defeat um is, that's the original translation um did did what was your first your first episode was dorian right so you, you remember the death row inmates a bit remember is a, a stretch i i should have rewatched the uh because i i believe that the, this is my third time because i think my first two episodes yeah was Dorian, and then I had an episode about Mr. Oliver, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that would have made um, sense. And, yeah. Um, so, so those were the two. So, yeah, there were there were a few people in the audience who I recognized, and when they did mention the inmates, you're right. Um, I did think to myself, "Oh, <laughs> this does ring somewhat of a bell from the first episode." But all, all, I mean, again, all, all I remember from that bit was i'm sure it was baki fighting these inmates and these inmates obviously looking like very strong and tough and baki just destroyed them just mercilessly if, if i if i'm not mistaken yeah yeah he baki does rack all uh, all those guys eventually um yeah editor steve here this is what we call sympathetic baby brain um i don't know what i'm talking about baki didn't touch like half these guys sikorsky he has a good case for beating down um and yanagi you know he did that two-on-one fight um so you could say that too but i don't think baki ever met doyle uh speck shot him uh speck just showed up shot himself in the mouth and then left um and dorian baki did nothing too so uh two out of five you could argue maybe was baki but anyway uh, just a little fact check on myself all right um moving on i think i think we sort of covered most of the episode i, I the only thing i have in my notes that we didn't cover is that yujiro said that he went to the north pole to get stronger which um i don't know what he did there uh, <laughs> i guess there are polar bears to fight but um yeah the 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 episode sort of ends with um the end of the piggyback ride baki and yujiro both acknowledge that this fight is nearing the climax it's got to end soon 
and then Yujiro just sort of goes ham and pops Baki's eardrums, leading into our thrilling finale. There are rules. All things must pass. There is an end to everything. Um, what what did you think of the episode, Marcus? Yeah, the the. I was just gonna say the the ending shot really reminded me of um, is it season four, season five, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Uh, I mean, yeah. spoiler. It's a spoiler for anyone who's seen it, but I guess you I mean it's past the moratorium on spoilers at this point. But uh, with uh, uh, Pedro Pascal's character's head just basically exploding like a, I don't know what the good analogy here would be, like a, like Pedro Pascal's head in Game of Thrones. Yeah, or like potentially Baki in Bakiyama. <laughs> so yeah, we really come full circle on that that uh, analogy there. So that, that, that that's yeah. really useful for the fans. It's like some, um, some what, what did I think stuff. of the episode? <laughs> uh, what, what did I think of the episode? Um, I thought yeah, the the the, the cliffhanger at the end really. Uh, I, I wasn't you know I mean paying attention to how much time was left in the episode, and I, I should have known as with most kind of animes and TV shows that leading into the finale, the penultimate episode, you're going to obviously end on some massive cliffhanger and it did really leave me wanting to 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 see kind of what was going to happen because i mean i i don't know i i would love for because in my in my head right my my brain's my my brain's telling me oh baki is definitely going to win the fight there's gonna be some sort of resolution with him being the father or maybe he's got he has like mercy from the father or whatever it gets mm-hmm. into a point where the father is basically just on his knees but i would just love it if just baki in the first five seconds in the next episode just actually die, just dies and everyone in the crowd just goes oh wow okay <laughs> they all walk home <laughs> yeah yeah i mean how far did they, they said there were like ten thousand people how far did they come for this like fight you know they, they have they... a long way to walk maybe some of them We'll find out next episode, but they literally came from like the four corners of the globe. Um, this father son fight is the biggest thing in world in in the world and is prophesized to some extent. Um, which it's it's such a fun yes. angle for this fight that like everybody cares so much about it. But if you ask like the people in it, they'll just be like, "Oh yeah, I guess I'm fighting my dad just because I want to." I guess <laughs> it's it's a real disconnect. I'm, I'm I'm glad that there's entertainment for all, at least that that that's what really matters. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, do you th- do you think the show's gotten better over its uh, multi-year run? So I mean, this is Baki Hama or Hana. I don't know. Hanma. Um, Hanma. Okay. Um, I mean, clearly, I'm I'm already at a disadvantage if that's if that's where my um, stumbling block is at the moment. But, it seems uh, like your stumbling block is, two... is phonics. <laughs> it's not like it's like a Japanese pronunciation. <laughs> it's Hanma. Um, so, so there's two seasons of this, and then there's you said what four seasons of the yeah. original series? Yeah, the I. I Different people group it in different ways. They, I, I'd say there's probably I, I'd say there's five seasons overall, but you could say six. Oh, and then how? Because on on Netflix at least the the two series Baki and Baki Ama mm-hmm. uh, are both are separated. So are are they 
like what what's the the through line through them both it, 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 as it were well, what 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 connects is it just the character or is there a specific arc or i think i think this what the, exactly the closest thing to a, an overall arc like it's mostly the character but to be honest baki just sort of fades away at times like the overall story is baki's gonna fight his dad and even though that doesn't matter for probably like half of the storylines but that that's the connecting thread is baki wants to get strong enough to fight his dad <laughs> editor steve coming back in just to save that horrible answer the other connecting tissue is everything this is like a direct sequel it's the same characters time studio like it's everything's the same except it's got a new title and a new theme song uh i think i misunderstood at the time oh that's nice that, that they could hopefully get it resolved here at the end yeah oh i yeah, I, I think they crafted it well. All right. Um, well, any any closing thoughts, Marcus? Um, I, I was thinking about this while I was uh, out for a run yesterday, that are you going to have some kind of, well, I guess Baki's ending, so you, you couldn't really do this. But I know Seth, for instance, Phil's been on the episodes four or five times do you think you'll have some version of like uh snl's five timers club for for baki podcast <laughs> that's a great question um no because i've already had my two most common guests on um for the season and nobody else is going to beat their records um so <laughs> i've missed that opportunity already but you know, if if five years down the line they reboot Baki and I start the podcast back up, I will uh, start mailing out jackets to people on the fifth try. Um, it's, it's a fun idea. I can't wait for can't wait for Paul Simon to get his. Yeah, <laughs> if he can, hey, if he comes on once, I'll give him a jacket. Um, <laughs> that'll be that'll be my recommendation this week. All right, well, that's all the Baki we've got to talk here. And that's our final normal episode. So uh, listen in next week for the big finale. And I'll see you all next week. Thanks, Steve. What a time it was, and what a time it was, it was. A time of innocence, a time of confidences. Long ago it must be I have a photograph Preserve your memories They're all that's left you Well, I did say that I'd uh, recommend Paul Simon. Um, you know, I actually do really like him. Um, although I'm not much of a music guy by artist, so it's, I'm not going to say like I'm a huge super fan or anything, but um, I do like quite a few of his songs. But that's not what I'm here to recommend. This is the final recommendation. Uh, I think it'd be weird to end the podcast with recommendations, so I'm not going to do it next week. Um, probably give an update on uh, where the podcast will be going. Uh, to sleep is where it'll be going, but um, where I'll be going, uh, I'll try and give more details there. Um but in the meantime, I did have a few things that I just never got a chance to recommend because I got bogged down in my anime of the week uh, format. So I'm just going to go over a few shows that I really liked um, and maybe you'll enjoy them. And they're not even animated, except for one. 
All right. So these recommendations, I think, are a bit more mainstream. Um, the idea here is that maybe you've already heard of this, and this will just be a nudge over the line than me bringing some uh, forgotten treasure like Gamers, which I finished uh, and was really good. But anyway, um, my friend of the podcast and wife, Lindsay, uh, has been watching uh, Criminal Minds lately. And whenever she, she watched Bones before this, and whenever she does, it just amazes me how much content shows used to have like these shows ran for years 20 hour long episodes a season um i didn't watch too many of those uh but two that i did and i i feel like i know they still hold up um if you're in the mood for it lost uh people say the ending's bad it's it's not ideal but i still think the show's good uh and boston legal uh it's you know it's topical from 20 years ago but uh the you know james spader and william shatner and the writing is just so good the music's good I wanted to use it as an intro, but then I referenced Paul Simon. But uh, those are two shows that I think you might want to look for if you're looking for lots of content to burn through. Uh, for comedies, you know, the 30-minute the format, uh, I think I have very generic tastes. Uh, community, Arrested Development, um, I think those are the top two. I think they're the funniest. I think they community has more heart. Arrested Development has more jokes per minute, but they are both just so well done. And they're both only three seasons long <laughs> if you want to watch the good stuff. Um, I honestly don't recommend going past that. Um, I lied. I have, I have multiple animated shows on here because BoJack, um, I think, is the best show on Netflix, BoJack Horseman. Um, it's a tough show to watch at times, and... You know, I talked a lot about liking dumb shows. This is the smartest dumb show out there um, because half the time it's a real dive into mental health um, and the other half of the time it is purposefully the dumbest show on Netflix. Um, I think it's got episodes for every mood and the voice acting stellar. Give it a watch. Uh, The other best show on Netflix, American Vandal. This might be the most niche one on here. it's so good so so good it's a parody of you know true crime documentaries uh sort of through the lens of a student film and just watch it it's got two seasons they're both really good uh now my final (laughs) my final anime recommendation it's funny because i did the rom-com roundup and i honestly think i have a new potentially favorite rom-com the thing is Kaguya is also a rom-com but like this one was just so good um it's it's golden time it's uh, made by the same people same author who made uh toradora uh but it was the so toradora's biggest strength is the way that they write characters they feel like real people um but what golden time does is it has the same writer and it doesn't take place in high school it, they go to university and they do weird stuff like it's not just like oh we have a we have to you know get ready for valentine's day oh when's the culture festival coming up blah blah blah. like the monotony of every other show like in this show they they accidentally join a cult in like the third episode (laughs) like there's some weirdo aspects to this show and i just really enjoyed it um i i think that i'm the only person out there who'd give it a 10 out of 10 but i just found that i enjoyed every aspect of it and i kept waiting for it to get worse because people would say it would um but i just didn't find that and so i give it a big big thumbs up i think that i personally am overrating it i don't think other people would give it a 10 out of 10 um and i acknowledge that but 
uh, yeah, I'm going to leave you guys on, I'm going to play the entire song because I haven't been caught for copyright, copyright stuff yet. So I'm just going to play the entire op- second OP to Golden Time. It is, when I first listened to it, I felt a, a visceral reaction of dislike. Um, like you have to realize the first song that's the theme song to Golden Time starts with like, in English, hand in hand, let's go party time. Like it's so light and breezy. Uh, and the second song it feels like you're having a panic attack. It feels like one of those like like Tim and Eric videos where like they don't know how to like end the music. Um, it's so, but it, I heard somebody discuss it as like, and I, I learned to like it as the show went on because it's sort of a viewpoint into one of the main characters' heads. Like they have you know a very anxious, anxiety way of looking at things, like very insecure. And I think the music helps uh, get that across. But even if that's tough to get across without um, watching the show, I just found it such an odd, odd song that I thought it'd be a fun one to end recommendations on. So uh, hopefully you enjoyed one of the probably 20 recommendations I gave. Um, And if not, I'll see you back here one more episode. Uh, And then that's all the Bakya I've got to doggy. See you all next week. 